0: Hello, and welcome to the Grit and Grace Podcast. I'm your host, Tanya Bruton, and I'm so glad that you're here listening this week. I'm coming to you this week with a burning desire in my heart, and that's the desire to encourage you uh, so that you know deep in your heart and mind that God is happy with you, and that God wants you to be happy and joyful. You know, God is the ultimate joy and has abundant joy for us. Let's fight Satan's attempts to counter that truth and rob us of the joy God has for us. So this episode, we're going to do a Bible study together, uh, a topical study on the subject of joy, God's pure joy, his unspeakable joy. Um, So we're going to be getting into a lot of scripture today. Um, And so just get your Bibles ready and let's get excited to dive into the word of God together. Uh, Before I do, I just want to say a quick thank you again to the many of you who are so faithful to listen every week and to get back with me somehow and let me know uh, what you have thought of the episode or if the episode touched you in some way. I have people reach out to me via text. I have people subscribing and commenting on the YouTube channel. Uh, again, my YouTube channel is at grit and grace dash podcast grit and the and is spelled out so it's grit and grace dash podcast hop on youtube check out any previous episodes subscribe to the channel uh but i get people who comment on the videos some of them are videos some of them are audio only uh podcasts but i do get comments on there and i appreciate that so much april reeves you know Um, that I appreciate all your comments on both the YouTube channel and uh, through the Grit and Grace podcast Facebook page. If you have not gone on and checked out the Grit and Grace podcast Facebook page, please hop on there and uh, just search Facebook pages, Grit and Grace podcast. And it has the Paisley logo on there. And that's where you'll see most of the updates that I put on regarding upcoming episodes. So now let's get into God's Word. Uh, Let me just say a quick prayer over this and we will get started. We're going to just really just delve into what the Bible has to say about joy And God wanting to give us joy. So we're just going to go scripture after scripture after scripture. And then we'll summarize it there at the end. Dear Lord, I just thank you for everyone who's listening today. Who's listening in the future on the rebroadcast. I just pray, Lord Jesus, that your word will get into their hearts and minds. and, And take root and grow and become fruitful uh that you would just rebuke the enemy from trying to come in and steal your word but that you're let that we would not be hearers of your word only but doers of your word um i pray a special blessing over everyone listening that the word will get in their hearts and dwell in them richly um but that also lord that you just see to the needs in their lives um uh, lord that if they need a healing in their body if they got family members that need healing in their bodies that you provide that for them, um, that you open doors and make ways for them where they're struggling, um, that you would bring freedom where they're bound, uh, and that you would bring provision where it's needed. In Jesus name I pray, amen, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. So um, we're going to just start real quickly with Nehemiah 8 10. And you don't really have to turn there um, just to start us off. It's a short verse, it's a very, very, very familiar verse, but it says, The joy of the Lord is your strength. There's more to it, but that's the last part of the verse. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Um, basically, what had happened uh was the Jews were in exile for many, many years. Um, they were returning back, and um The priests were reading the law for the first time in forever, and the people wept because they started weeping because um, they knew that they weren't living according. They had been without the law so long, and they knew they weren't living according to the law, and Nehemiah tells them, don't weep. The joy of the Lord is your strength. We need to remember that the joy of the Lord is our strength. We want to remain strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. To do that, we need to be in his joy. Psalms. Let's get into the Psalms. 16 and 11. And this kind of goes um, in your Bible. You'll you'll find I'm kind of going from Old Testament to New Testament. So that's kind of the order it's going in. Uh, Psalm 16, 11. Psalm 16, 11. You will show me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness of joy. At thy right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. Look, when we live in God's presence, we will find that there's not just joy, but there's a fullness of joy. I notice there's several times in the Bible where it talks about this fullness of joy. Um, this verse uh, reminds me of, uh, well, there was a prayer, and I may have this in my study here, uh, there was a prayer uh, that Jesus was praying in John, where he said, you know, he wanted us to have his joy, and 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 he prayed that it would be full in us. And then in in, in John himself, and I think it was uh, first or second John, um, he he says, "I write things, I write these things to you, that your joy may be full." So, in other words, when God gives us peace, He gives us complete peace. When He gives us love, He gives us all His love. When he gives us joy, he gives us full measure of joy. He's given us the measure of faith. He's given us the full measure of joy, lacking nothing. The joy that God provides for us in his presence, there's nothing lacking in it. It It's a fullness of joy. Psalm, let's see here, Psalm 43, 4 through 5. Then will I go unto the altar of God, unto God my exceeding joy, yea, huh, okay, let's, let me, I'm reading this too fast. Then will I go unto the altar of God, unto God my exceeding joy, yea, upon the harp will I praise thee, O God, my God. Why are you cast down, O my soul? In other words, why are you getting down in the dumps? And why are you disquieted within me? Hoping God, for I shall yet praise him who is the health of my countenance and my God. So he's the health of our countenance. Your countenance, I should have looked that up, but your countenance is, um, you ever people hear someone say, uh, well, it's, it's, it's the emotion on your face is what it is. It's the emotion on your face. So he is the health of our countenance. He is our exceeding joy. Uh, Isaiah, let's get into Isaiah 35 and 10. And the ransomed of the Lord shall return. This is Isaiah 35, 10. And the ransomed of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with songs and everlasting joy upon their heads. They shall obtain joy and gladness and sorrow and sighing shall flee away, everlasting joy shall be upon their heads. Um, that reminds me of a, a old old hymn. It's like it said, God's got an army marching through this land, mm, healing in their hand, everlasting joy and gladness in their heart. And in this army, I've got a part. Yeah deliverance in their soul and healing in their hands with everlasting joy and gladness in their hearts and in this army I've got a part I wonder if that came from there (laughs) anyways I'm not the best singer okay but I can't play music on the on the radio I don't have rights to it so (laughs) um I would love to though because I love music But, um, so, everlasting joy, everlasting joy. So, again, we don't just have the world's joy. This is not a joy that the world gives and the world can take away. I know you may have heard that saying before. The world didn't give it to us, the world can't take it away. So, this everlasting joy comes from the same source as our everlasting life. God himself is our exceeding everlasting joy. We have everlasting joy upon our heads. Um, now this one here, this scripture here is referring to Jesus and it's one of my, I'm trying to, I'm trying to memorize it. As a matter of fact, I was trying to memorize a lot of these scriptures this week. Um, I'll tell you the truth, uh, as we go on here, this episode is for me. Uh, I don't know how to say this, but I've always been open and honest with you all, but sometimes it's not it's not in my natural propensity to be joyful. And uh, lately towards the end of the year, I was starting to get consumed with not depression. I mean, people always think tend to think if you're saying, I don't have a lot of joy or I don't feel a lot of joy, um, that you're the opposite of that, that you're depressed. Uh, not really depressed, sometimes worrying, worrying and uh, worry and anxiety can distract us from joy. Um, worrying about the past or future can distract us from the present joy that God wants to provide for us. And so I noticed that the, the that the enemy was robbing me of my present joys by, you know, worries. Uh, some of them nonsense. Some of them, when you're worrying about what may happen in the future, those aren't even real. They haven't happened yet and may not happen. And so I said, you know, I'm tired of the enemy robbing me of what I feel like God wants to give me, and that's joy. And so I just I just studied my guts out on joy, and um, and this is what I've got, and this is what I'm sharing with you. So um this this episode is definitely preaching to the choir this week, and I am the choir. Can I get an amen? <laughs> All right, so this is Isaiah 61. Turn to Isaiah 61. And this is regarding Jesus and what Jesus, um, some of the things that that he has for, uh, for us, his purpose for us. Isaiah 61, 1 through 3. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted. So if you have a broken heart today. Oh Jesus, 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 Jesus. See to it. Because that's what he does. That's what he does. He binds up the brokenhearted. He will bind up your broken heart. To proclaim liberty to the captives. And the opening of the prison to them that are bound. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. And the day of vengeance of our God. To comfort all that mourn. Have you been mourning something? A loss? God can and will comfort you. That's what Jesus is here for. To appoint unto them that mourn in Zion. To give unto them beauty for ashes. Ashes represent mourning. The oil of joy for mourning. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Have you ever had a spirit of heaviness? I mean, when you're overcome with depression, worry, doubt, fear, that and you feel that spirit of heaviness on you, He's ready to give you the spirit, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Beauty for ashes, the joy, the oil of joy for your mourning. That 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 they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord. Why? That He might be glorified now that's the thing that's the thing is we're gonna I'll, I'll be getting more into that but you'll see throughout these verses that having joy glor ultimately glorifies the lord and what is grit and grace podcast all about it's all about helping others and glorifying the lord so if you already have joy great maybe this bible study will help you Help someone else who doesn't, who's not walking in the fullness of joy. So take these scriptures and study more on your own because there's more out there <laughs> and um, use it to help someone else. If if you are discouraged, if you have been mourning or feeling the spirit of heaviness or being consumed with worry, doubt, fear, and you've not been walking in the fullness of joy, then this message is for you so we're here to help others so we're here to encourage each other and we're here to glorify god so ultimately we'll see that that walking in joy does glorify god now the next scripture i have is one that i brought up just a few minutes ago john 15:11 john 15:11 so after speaking to his disciples jesus this is jesus speaking so he had been speaking to them about abiding in him i don't know if some of you have are familiar with him uh, saying that I am the vine and you are the branches. If you abide in me, you'll bear fruit. Okay, so then he says in John 15, 11, These things have I spoken unto you that my joy, that my joy, not the world's joy, my joy, God's joy, might remain in you and that your joy might be full. Full. Lacking nothing, not a little bit of joy, not some joy, but the fullness of joy. He knew, Jesus knew he was leaving in his body, but wanted his disciples to remain just as full of joy as before. And now, how does this happen? By abiding in him. <laughs> so, the fullness of joy, remember what we read in the beginning in his presence, there is fullness of joy. In his presence, There is fullness of joy. He says again in John 17, verse 13, John 17, 13. And now come I to thee and these things I speak. This is Jesus speaking again in the world that they might have my joy fulfilled in themselves. He wants his joy. So twice in Jesus's prayer to the father before he left. He prayed. He prayed a lot of things. He prayed that we'd all be one. But he also prayed that we would have the fullness of joy. So that was his prayer for us. Let's turn to Romans 14 and 17. For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink. What you should do, you know, wear, not wear. For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink but righteousness and peace and what? And joy in the Holy Ghost. Listen, guys, he is our righteousness. He is our peace. He is our joy. He is all these things in the Holy Ghost. That's what's so beautiful about about our relationship with God. The Holy Ghost lives in us. We're abiding in Jesus. Jesus is the right hand of the Father interceding for us. I mean, it's just so beautiful when you think about it. And uh, it's just so beautiful. And there's so much to be happy and joyful about. To be joyful about that. Let's turn to Romans 15. So next chapter over. Turn one chapter over to Romans 15, 13. Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. Listen, hope, this is me here. (laughs) Hope is the anchor of the soul. Jesus is our hope. We are anchored solid in that. We are anchored solid solid in him, abiding in him. And strength comes from that. Nehemiah 8.10, the joy of the Lord is our strength. Of course, Galatians 5.22 tells us, and I won't read that because I would want to read the whole you know, three or four verses there. But Galatians 5 22 tells us that joy is a fruit of the Spirit. It's one of the fruits of the Spirit. So if we have uh if we are filled with the Holy Spirit of God, there should be an evidence of that. And one of them, one of that, that would be joy. Uh let's look at James 1 and 2. Well, we won't, we won't turn there, but I'll just briefly paraphrase that. But In James, he tells us to even uh, to count it all joy, all joy when we are under trial or fall into diverse temptations. So in God's presence, there's a fullness of joy. But the thing is, is look, even in trials, even in trials and temptations, we're still in his presence. God never leaves us or forsakes us. Okay, so we're in his presence. uh, Whether in trial or out. So we can have joy in both situations. All right. So I have another passage here. Um, It's a little lengthy. But after this, we'll be coming soon to a close and trying to wrap up our points here. But if you would, turn with me to 1 Peter 1. 1 Peter 1st chapter. 1 Peter 1. We're going to read verses six through nine. 1 Peter 1, six through nine. Peter says, Wherein you greatly rejoice, though now for a season, if need be, you're in heaviness through manifold temptations. So these people, I like how he says manifold temptations. Do you know what that means? Like they weren't just having a hard time, they weren't just going through something singular manifold temptations is like one on top of the other on top of the other manifold manifold so these people were going through it lots of things right so uh but but they were greatly rejoicing even in manifold temptations paul said you know i've learned to be both how to be abased and how to abound in whatever state i'm in to be content well what i think peter is talking about here is much more than contentment Greatly rejoicing in manifold temptations. Let's read on. Verse 7. That the trial of your faith. Hold up there. Let me say this. Let me point this out. The trial of your faith is not in going through something. Let me say that again. The trial of your faith is not in going through something. Just Just because you're going through something doesn't mean that your faith is being tried. It might mean that. But, um, okay, let me just, let me just, let me just explain. All humans go through things. So going, the going through it is not what the trial is about. The trial is maintaining joy in the Lord, maintaining your joy, maintaining your faith, your fervor, your passion, your, to serve the Lord, to walk with the Lord, to live for the Lord, to walk in his love, to love others, to let others love you. You being able to maintain all of that in the trial, that's the trial of your faith. All right, so being joyful, as I said earlier, it brings God glory and it brings us strength. So it's twofold. It brings God glory. It brings us strength. Being joyful in the trial and out of it says that to people that you trust in God. In his word, and what his word says, and you know what his word says true, is true. You know the outcome according to God's word. You know the outcome is for you. You know God is for you you're not against you. You know that all things work together for the good of them who love God and who are called according to his purpose. You know the plans that he has for you, says the Lord. Plans to prosper you and to give you a future and a hope and not to harm you. You know that he leads you beside the still waters. Hallelujah. And that he restores your soul. <laughs> bless the lord so being joyful glorifies god and it brings us strength being joyful in the trial and out says that you trust in god you trust in his word you abide in christ his holy spirit abides in you let god be true and every man a liar abounding in joy confirms your faith verse 7 that the trial of your faith being much more precious than of gold that perishes though it be tried with fire might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. Eight, whom having not seen you love in whom though now you see him not yet believing you rejoice with joy, unspeakable and full of glory. So Peter saying, not only do you love him having not even seen him, but just taking our word of him, but you rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. in Inside trials, outside trials. Going through manifold temptations, not going through manifold temptations. You're rejoicing with joy unspeakable. A full joy, a full, full, full joy. And full of glory. Amen. Our glory, our joy brings God glory. It confirms his truth. His word is truth. He is truth. Lastly, verse 9. Receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls. So, this unspeakable joy that brings God ultimate glory is our strength. It's our strength found in him, the hope and anchor of our souls. No wonder Satan tries to steal it. So, a few things here. I had one last verse. I'm going to just, I'll go ahead and read this one last. I'm going back to the Psalms because I thought of this one at the last minute um yesterday when i was studying so uh it's, it's it's a very familiar psalm psalm 100 go ahead and turn to psalm 100 but it says uh in the first three verses make a joyful noise unto the lord all ye lands serve the lord with gladness come before his presence with singing know ye that the lord he is god it is he that has made us and not we ourselves so So here, the point is, is we should serve the Lord with gladness because of who he is. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We serve a good God and a good father. He is our maker and we are the sheep of his pasture. He deserves not, not for us not to serve him and live for him. Um, What's the word? Mully grubbing, mully grubbering. How do you say that? (laughs) All the time. Uh, Belly aching all the time. Uh, being miserable all the time. It's not miserable to live and serve, live for the Lord and serve him. We should serve him with gladness. And I'm speaking to the choir here. We should serve him with gladness of heart and with fullness of joy. So to, just to wrap this up as we come to a close, here's the things, kind of the four things that stood out to me as I was studying this. Number one, realize and understand that God does want you to be happy. I think we've convinced ourselves of that today. And two, um, tap into that by abiding in him. You know, he is our portion. He is our happiness. He is our joy. And how do we abide in him? All sorts of ways. We're already abiding in him and him and us, but all sorts of ways. You know, joy is about about perspective. Joy is about perspective. So, um, and abiding in him sometimes is about perspective. So, just taking your eyes uh, off of things in the world and putting your eyes on Jesus, just thinking about him, uh, praying, praying is not always asking for things. Sometimes it's just praising the Lord and being thankful for things Um, and just talking to him like a friend. Um, He wants, he wants to be with us. He wants to be with us. Three, realize you're seeing things from a fallen from fallen eyes, and turn your eyes back on Jesus, so yeah, so joy is a perspective, so sometimes, and uh, now happiness, uh, maybe we could, uh, worldly happiness is, is a matter of not perspective, it's, it's, it's um, you know, I said God's joy is a joy that the world didn't give, the world can't take away, well, the reason the world has power to take away, um, your joy is because, The world's joy is based on circumstances, people. Does this person like me, not like me? Did they leave me? Um, You know, do I have the right, do I have the car I want? Do I have the clothes I want? Do I have the body I want? Do I have the family I want? You know, things like that. That's because we live in a fallen world. And so sometimes it's helpful when you're starting to get down in the dumps Maybe just to change your perspective and realizing realizing that you're you're thinking um, you're thinking from a fallen from a fallen standpoint from your flesh from your carnal standpoint. Um, number four, realize that when realize when the devil is just lying and cast down those vain imaginations. So, what the devil? You know, I said no wonder the devil tries to steal our joy. He's trying to weaken the saints. You have to realize too that. We do have a very active enemy of our souls. The devil is always at work. The devil never sleeps. The devil is constantly, 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 constantly on task to steal, kill, and destroy you. To take from you. To take from you your peace, your joy, your satisfaction in the Lord, your contentment, your happiness, your love. He wants to take that from you constantly. He's at constant task. To take that from you. And so when you, we when we start to fall into that. And to believe those lies. We're not real conscious of it. He's very very crafty. So we have to be aware of his schemes. And we have to learn to cast down. It says um, in the Bible. To cast down vain imaginations. And every high thing that exalts itself. Against the knowledge of God. Well. <laughs> being down in the, in the dumps. It's, it's, it's not a sin. Don't let anybody ever shame you for being down in the dumps. All right, It happens to all of us. It happens to me all the time. Like I said, I don't have a propensity in me, the natural propensity just to wake up joyful. Um, I have to do things to um, fight the enemy, to fight my own mind, uh, to change my perspective, to change my mind. I have to get in the word real heavy to really just infiltrate my mind with it. Um, so, don't let anyone ever shame you for feeling down in the dumps. But, one way, one thing that's helpful is to realize the devil is countering God's truth, which tells you that God wants you to have the fullness of joy, um, that God has provided the fullness of of, of joy for you. Um, and in his presence, there is fullness of joy at his right hand. There are pleasures forevermore. Um, the devil wants to counter that truth. And we need to cast that down, cast those lies down, and replace them with the truth of God's word. Get into God's word this week. I just encourage you for the, for the beginning of your new year, Just to get into God's word and just to study it, study it, study it, and let it, you know, let the beginning, start the beginning of your new year off right by getting all of God's truth in you that you can cram in your mind and in your heart. Get all of it you can get in there (laughs) and let it grow and let it take you throughout the rest of the year and let you, and just I hope you continue to study throughout the rest of the year. Thank you so much for listening to me today. Um, I appreciate it. I hope this study has helped you in some way realize that God is for you, not against you, that he does have joy for you. He does want you to be happy, joyous, and free. He has provided that for us and just remember when you're starting to see things from the world's perspective, turn your eyes on Jesus. I'll sing another song for you. (laughs) Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face and the things of this world will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Amen. Hallelujah. He has saved us. He has set us free. We have so much to be thankful for. We have so much to be happy about. We have so much to praise him for this week. So I just, again, I thank you. If you, if you found this episode to be a blessing to you, please let me know. Uh, if you'd like to be a guest on the show, please let me know. If you'd like me to study and talk about something in the future uh, that you're interested in, please reach out to me. You can reach me at grit, gritgraceministries at gmail.com. You can reach me by messenger through the Facebook uh, Grit and Grace podcast page. You can reach me on my YouTube channel at Grit gritandgrace-podcast. Until next week, I pray that you just stay blessed and well in the Lord in Jesus name tune in next week to the Grit and Grace podcast this is Tanya Bruton signing off bye bye